It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Sunshine here with Beck and Gazeal. It is time for Faithful Fridays. Faith, faith, faithful Fridays. Tell me more. We love this segment. We get to find out people's stories of faith. Look, and today we will be focusing on mental health quite a bit. So if you would like someone to talk to, if this stirs up any emotions that you'd love to talk out with someone, you can always call Lifeline on 13 11 14. And we are pleased to welcome to the studio Halima. How are you going, Halima from Ferndale? I'm great, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making the trek in to come and have a chat with us and uh, share your story today. Of course. Now, where does your story of faith start? It starts where, well, it starts when I was born. I was born into a faith-filled home, which is awesome. Grew up um, going to a Christian school, going to church every Sunday. But I guess uh, my story of what I'm here to share today began when I was about 17 years old. And I started really struggling with mental illness. Um, So I was in year 12 at the time. So I was high hopes to study medicine and, you know, become school captain and all that. But then I just really, really started struggling with depression and anxiety. Mm. Um, And it just, it got worse and worse really quickly. Now, how did that manifest for you? Um, It looked like a lot of panic attacks and I'm not one to be vulnerable in public. So it it caused a lot of retreating to the bathroom or hiding at home, um, not leaving the house, isolating myself, uh, really just stopping engaging in life. Mm -hmm. Right, so it started at 17, you're now 23. I am. Um, So how long did this go on for? It went on for the next four years. Four years. Now how did God help you in this situation? Um, Well, I spent a lot of time in hospital. So after getting diagnosed with the original depression and anxiety, I um, quickly started struggling with uh, my safety at home. So I struggled with a lot of intense thoughts. So I started struggling with self-destructive behavior. I started really struggling with finding a will to live, to wake up in the morning, um, having really intense thoughts. And so that landed me in hospital quite a few times. Uh, Over the four years, I was in hospital about over 20 times I think it was 22 or 23 times um admitted to a lot of different psych wards in Perth probably all of the ones that I was in the catchment for uh I was on so many medications I was taking up to like 10 pills a day um really struggled with finding medication that would work as well and so I got to a point where nothing was really working and I've been to a lot of psychiatrists, a lot of psychologists. I started doing really intense therapies like ECT, TMS, which are more of the um, brain stimulation therapies. Right. They didn't work as well. And it got to a point where I just had no hope. I really didn't see a future for my life. I really didn't think that I was going to make it anywhere. I was going to get beyond my teen years. Mm. Um, yeah, it just looked really dark. Must have been very hard for your family as well, going and watching this as well. Yeah. What were they like? Were they supportive? What, what, what was that dynamic like? I lived at home with my mum at the time, and she is an incredible woman of God, full of faith, such a prayer warrior, but she really, really struggled as well, obviously, seeing her daughter in so much pain. Um, I often spent time with my dad and some other family just to take the load off her, uh, but yeah, she constantly prayed she constantly went to church she had her her small group praying she had her volunteer group praying um but yeah she was she was my rock throughout this whole time as well wow so when did things start changing um when i was 20 years old i had been in and out of hospital i had dropped out of year 12 then had repeated year 12 and praise god actually finished high school um 
I had started studying at a Bible college purely because I just needed something to study and something to do, not because of any other reason. Uh, so I was doing that on the side. <laughs> just something to take but, your mind off things. Yeah, exactly. Something to do with my hands and have something to focus on. Um, in When I was 20 years old, I found myself locked in a psych ward under the Mental Health Act because I had... Um, in, I'd run away from the previous hospital I was in, uh, the police were called, it was a whole ordeal and a lot of the psychiatrists and hospitals in Perth would no longer accept me as a patient. I had this reputation of being this high risk, uh, too hard case so they uh, didn't really know what to do with me and I landed in um, a psych ward under the Mental Health Act. And it was in this in this ward in a very, very bland room with none of my belongings that I kind of just cried out to God. And I was like, I can't do this. Um, previously, I had been so angry at God. I had been so bitter. I'd yelled at him. I uh, had questioned why he even created me. But I got to this point where I was like, I know that I actually can't do anything without God and that I needed his help and that only he could get me through this. So... Wow. This is in that, like, I guess, the cell? This is in that yeah, room? that's what it felt like. Okay, okay. I was like, I don't know the terminology here. Mm. Um, so then what happened? You've cried out to God. What changed for you? I think in that moment, I just fully surrendered to God and I rededicated my life to Him. Um, I said, God, I'm all in for whatever His purpose on my life was. And so from the next day, I started doing things in light of knowing that I was created for a purpose. I started doing things standing on God's truth and not on the lies that I constantly heard in my head. Um, I started actually engaging in therapy and I was intentional to do the homework that was provided. Uh, Every time a lie came in that I wasn't good enough or that I should just go and end my life or that I'm not that I don't have a purpose on this earth, I would declare God's truth instead, that he created me for a purpose, that I am chosen, that he calls me loved. Um, And it was little by little, I started to see things shift. I was able to come off a lot of my medications. I was released from the psych ward. I um, was was able to join a connect group. I um, started attending a young adult service. I started going to church because I wanted to go to church and not because mum was just forcing me to go. <laughs> mm. And that's really where I saw my life completely transform. Wow. And look at you now. I'm like... I'm like, joy. Mm, joy. Yeah, joy. But I'm like, that's what you're describing is not yeah. what I've seen in front of yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. incredible. I had goosebumps through that whole thing. And what mm. would you say to others who are, who are struggling at the moment? I think um, it's really, I found it really hard when I was in that space. All I saw was darkness around me. But I think just swapping out some of the thoughts, the the patterns of thinking that you have or the, the go-to coping mechanisms that you have and actually intentionally replacing it with God's truth. So I would write like God's truth on some cards that I carried around with me or I'd put it on my phone wallpaper so that I could see it every single day. Um, and I just declare Bible verses over me that he has created me for a purpose, that I am loved by him, that he did send his son to die for me. Um, and that's how I really just started seeing my thinking change and my headspace go from darkness into a beautiful light. Incredible. Such a cool story. Uh, Halima from Ferndale, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story. I know it's going to impact so many people's lives listening right now. And family, if you need someone to talk to, you can always call Lifeline on 13 11 14. But Halima, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. 
We really hope you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Gazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.